0: Off a pretty girl, same grade as me. Tried to kiss her once in the aisle the bus, she right over me. Face down in the on the floor, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now
1: here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. We are back from a Thanksgiving break. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, We both stayed here, so I guess not too much travel, but it was a a good time, a a nice, restful time. We were able to take a show off, which was uh, very enjoyable. And now, of course, we started on a beautiful Monday. We're recording right now on a beautiful Monday with storms coming tomorrow.
0: Hunker down, Derek. Uh, Tuesday's supposed to be really bad. I think coming through maybe tonight, starting the night, going into early morning. No, no, it's
1: uh, reverse. It's starting about noon tomorrow, oh, okay, and then tomorrow night, Tuesday night, I guess the night that you'll be listening to this podcast. It's supposed to get kind of bad. So uh, just be watching. We're a four out of five on the tornado threat. So um, it, it could be getting kind of ugly around North Mississippi, so just be aware.
0: Yeah, I may have some things to uh, talk about on Friday, uh, Derek. Uh, hunker down and be safe. If you hear sirens or anything like that, absolutely take it serious. You always see things happen. You know, farther away from you, but, um, you know, definitely have to take that uh, serious. Yeah, Derek, Thanksgiving, uh, went down to New Albany, went over to the Egg Bowl. We're going to talk more about the Egg Bowl in just a few moments. Um, not going to sit here and say we're going to eat crow or anything like that. I will say this, Derek, if you are the University of Mississippi and Mississippi State, there should be a weekly letter to the SEC <laughs> to get the Egg Bowl off of Thanksgiving. It is Saturday, terrible. Man. It is terrible. It is dumb. Please, please, please move it off of Thanksgiving. Myself, Wilson, and Hannah Grace, my daughter, we walked up to the where, where we usually set up. And, and I was really saddened because Mississippi State has thousands of kids. Ole Miss has thousands of kids that will never see an Egg Bowl because wow. they travel home. They take that as an opportunity yeah. to travel home. They'll never see an Egg Bowl. Oxford could have been a lot more um, enjoyable on Saturday. The place would have been packed. The NFL now plays on Thursday nights. Yeah. Let them three, have games. three games. Three games. Let them have Thursday. A record crowd, a record number of eyeballs watched the 330 game for the Cowboys. was John. Let the NFL have Thursday move it off of Thanksgiving, go back to Saturday, Sunday, home and homes, and it'll be a much better opportunity. I mean, think about it, Derek. Iron Bowl at 2.30, Egg Bowl at 6 o'clock, still going to have great ratings, it's going to be good, because college football is on Saturday, and that's the way it should be.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you know, any other SEC team can have the spot. like we, we, we gladly give it away. We don't. If you told me to.
0: we had an 11 o'clock Egg Bowl, I'd be okay with that. At yeah. some point, get it off of Thanksgiving. 11 it's o'clock terrible. Saturday,
1: 3 o'clock Saturday, 6 o'clock Saturday, just yeah, get it all Thursday night. I mean, it's just, nobody can enjoy the Thanksgiving. If you're trying to make the game, you got to leave it like my kids went i did not but so you got to leave at 1 one thirty to head down there to start getting ready getting kind of set up especially if you know it's going to be raining like we knew it was and so it's just a man it's just it just cuts your day in half and it's just a terrible thing we're trying to rush away from family to try to watch a football game and as you said many people just chose not to do that
0: well the nfl took thursday back yeah. it used to be just college it used to be the egg bowl just because it's named after a food doesn't mean it has to go on Thanksgiving, <laughs> okay? That's all That's all I'll say. I know somebody that probably agrees with us, Derek. Um, numerous texts throughout the Egg Bowl uh, from this gentleman. Mr. Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group uh, probably would recommend and agree. Move it off of Thanksgiving and move it back to Saturday. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group is our 2022 presenting sponsor. They're the number one team for over a decade when it comes to residential real estate in DeSoto County. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They were also recently voted DeSoto's Best for the fifth time. Currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. Simply give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your street, what houses on your street are doing, how long they're staying on the market, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from your realtor in 2022. Give him a call at 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Simply put in all the different filters, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, and let teamcouch.com do all the work in the search for your dream home in DeSoto County. Give him a call again, 662-449-1700. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our two, 2022 presenting sponsor and podcast listeners always remember every home needs a couch recording live this beautiful monday afternoon at the mobile cars and van rental studios mobile cars and vans located at the corner of American and Commerce right here in Hernando cars trucks passenger vans mobile cars and vans work with All the major insurances, State Farm, Farm Bureau, Progressive, GEICO. If you have an insurance claim putting your car or truck into a body shop, please let us be of service. 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. In the Hernando area, we will pick you up. We will come to your home, pick you up. We'll come to the body shop. We will do what Enterprise uh, used to do back before COVID. So give us a call, 662-469-4555. Mobile, cars, and vans. Well, Derek, since our last show last Tuesday, obviously some of our words are going to have to do around the Egg Bowl and uh, Thanksgiving uh, stuff. So, Derek, I always defer to you. Your word from the weekend, actually not necessarily about a game, maybe a little bit more about the last two or three weeks. Go ahead.
1: All right, so my word from the weekend is played. Now, I debated it going, and we talked about a lot of Thanksgiving. We gave thanks last week. So I didn't want to use that same theme, which could have easily been done. So went with played. kind of has a double meaning. Uh, the first being, of course, there were many games played since Tons the last time. We, and we had games. Uh, starting basically, I think they had the Maxion on Tuesday, you had Thursday, uh, of course, Friday games all day long, you had Saturday college games, Sunday, of course, back to the NFL all day long, so just a a number of games that were just constantly on uh, our TV, I'm sure most TVs, uh, of people that we know had games in the background of some sort, And, and on top of that, We had quote-unquote games or matches from the World Cup that we've never had before. I don't imagine we'll ever have them again during the uh, Thanksgiving break, but so we had, you know, you could have football or football, and so, uh, you know, constantly owned, just a great uh, array of games to be able to watch, Uh, and so a lot of teams playing, a lot of games being played. The other meaning of that word, Matt, is the way coaches play teams. And
0: this goes to my word in just a minute, go ahead. All right, so... Ole Miss. Hey, tell tell listeners that your son is considering going into athletic directing. Yes, that's something he, he that is, is in sport, interesting he's to He's in him. sports administration; right.
1: it's his major currently, uh, and so he is in, about to finish his first semester in two weeks, which is unbelievable to think about. Uh, but he's about to finish his first semester, and uh, you know, he's that's what he wants to do. He wants to kind of sees himself right now, maybe possibly in a uh, athletic director role uh, in a in a NFL. Not, not saying the NFL GM, but maybe in the GM's office, that sort of thing. That's kind of the, the path he wants to go right now. He loves sports. He loves, uh, you know, he, he's really good with people, talking with people. So that's kind of what he wants to do. A lot of advice, a lot of talk uh, over the week when he was home about this certain thing. I mean, so coaches, uh, agents are playing teams. Uh, they've always done this, but it's, it's getting – not only is it getting nastier, uh, it's just getting a lot more expensive for the teams themselves. And we saw this, of course, you know, our own team, uh, our head coach, Elaine Kiffin, played the university for the last two or three weeks. Auburn was also played with. Cadillac Williams seems like a, a fiery – great guy who was an interim coach for Auburn just completely had no chance of getting the job uh, but did a great job holding that team together they played fought hard I think they went two and two over the games he coached and so you know kind of held it together but knowing he had no shot so they were you know playing their interim head coach playing with other people you know other teams coaches based on all that I, I do believe truly in my heart that the uh, merry-go-round roller coaster whatever you want to call it cost them games uh, I think Ole misses, you know they lost four of the last five. I believe two of those losses were a direct result uh, of the hearsay, of the fake reporting, of whatever you want to say about signed, not signed. That all led to a, a $9 million a year contract for Lane Kiffin. Uh, also, if you look at Liberty, uh, who is now Auburn, looks like they're going to be going after Hugh Freeze. I'm can't believe, to be honest, it has not been announced. We're Monday uh, afternoon, it has not been announced yet. So, they're gonna going up to be one after him. If you look at Liberty's record, I think they lost uh, – they ended up 8-4 and four maybe also.
0: So He's they, lost three games in a row yeah. since his name began to right. be mentioned in Auburn. So, he played – Which li- goes into my word in just a second.
1: Right, but, I mean, so he's played Liberty because he just signed a contract as the season started or, you know, right – first couple games through the 2028 season
0: correct five million dollars a year
1: yeah for and so through 2028 which was the highest of the nine five uh big conferences so it's just a these take agents coaches just play teams back and forth each other bit it up bit it up bit it up and so Lane uh, Kiffin goes from seven and a half million a year to nine million a year you know we don't know what uh, Hugh Freeze is going to get uh you know Matt Rule Nebraska is a different situation because they always knew they were going to find another coach but it's just a it's just very very sad when you have uh you know 18 year olds 21 year olds who are looking up to a guy and look I know a college can fire a coach as fast as a you know a coach can quit so I don't I'm not T- speaking bad about them for looking out for themselves but the point is, is do it quickly nip it in the bud if it's out there if you're going say you're going if you're not going don't say you're going just trying to squeeze an extra dollar an extra you know half a million dollars yes if you told me okay i could play a bank back and forth trying to get another job you know would i do it man i, I don't know I, I don't know if i could look myself in the mirror after the fact or go back to the bank that I was at uh, especially stay and just kind of like laugh and, and say ha 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 got you you know it's just a that's a tough thing so well, i don't
0: so, think lane did that I do not think Lane did that. Well, I, I just, in I don't, my opinion, I do not. I think Lane Kiffin. Maybe he didn't say it as publicly as he could have, but he said I was not going to deal with this during the season. But what sucks is the last twenty days. Every single one of us, every player, every. W- but was and completely he might not be doing it, but his agent is correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so and, and so is the so is the reporters who want to be first. That's right. The reporters right. want to be first and be the one that broke the story, and they, they want to do that. And, and again, the, the they can hide behind agents. This goes back to your son going into sports administration. They can hide behind the agents. And the truth is, I never talked to that person. Well, the agent did. The handlers, the fielders, right. you know, threw all that stuff out. So, so much stuff goes on behind the scenes. And, in my opinion, Ole Miss is a better team than Arkansas, and it is a way better team than Mississippi State. I'm, I'm sorry. To, I'm, no, I mean, we I... lost the Egg Bowl because we were, my word for the weekend, is distracted Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, we'll go ahead and say that. We were extremely distracted, Derek, the last three weeks to where, I mean, we, we played uninspired football. And the highest rushing team in the country to be outrushed by Mississippi State, a passing team, shows you hot mess, an no, absolute just, hot yeah. mess. And that's what was frustrating. And I gave this opportunity whenever we were talking about it on the ride back, me and Hannah Grayson Wilson, maybe what more a little bit more of what you're saying about the them the, the playing the universities is, hey, if you're in a job, and I told my kids this, if you're in a job – Be all in until you're not. Yeah. And then when you're not, be be gone. Like it's kind of a relationship. Give it your best shot. And when you're when you're out and you're you're gone, don't string people along. Let's move on. Right. I think the frustrating thing for Ole Miss fans is like, hey, if you're not going to Auburn, say it or don't say it. He never said it. He came out and said, Well, I was not going to deal with this until after the season. Well, you're not dealing with it until after the season torpedoed two wins. That should have happened. And, and and if you if he's not smart enough to see that it affected the players. Oh,
1: well, like, he, yeah, I mean, fans can believe what they want, but if the, if the players are hearing it behind the door, hey, man, we're not going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere. He says he said that on yes. Wednesday night before the Thursday game.
0: But the damage is almost done. That's right.
1: And so he needs to say that day one, and if they want to have it as a secret locker room thing and they can rally off that, but you could tell that the players had no idea what he really was going to do True. by the performance on the field after the Alabama game. right? Starting, you know, the, whatever the, the week of practice leading up to Arkansas, they were not prepared – every game even the LSU game got blown out the second half they were prepared to play the first half of the game they were leading at halftime right. so at no point were they the, the distraction or whatever it, it it was completely obvious the last two game of the season Their head was not in it, you know, and it's just – it's disappointing. Liberty, same thing. You could tell the players – I mean, this is a team who had beaten Arkansas, who had beaten Arkansas and then lost three in a row. Right. Like, that does not happen if you're playing – I mean, they're playing like George Mason and teams like this. It was not – you know, they weren't playing, you know, back-to-back-to-back SEC schools. So – I don't know. It's just a, I hate, you know, You I love watching games being played, but then the games behind the scenes being played, you know, it's just very, very frustrating as fans, as players, and uh, it just kind of leaves a, a bad taste in your mouth going forward.
0: Well, and I think go back to what, you know, with Bo possibly doing the administration, the AD thing, every school, every football program is bigger than a coach. If Nick Saban moves on, Alabama will figure it out. Yes. They'll figure it out. Ole Miss, same type thing. And that's the, the inspiring thing the last 10 days was Ole Miss started to raise a lot of money, started mm-hmm. to get into position for two things. If Lane Kiffin does come back or how can we keep him was one thing. But then they also said, if you move on, that's fine. We're going to put our next coach, whoever that might be, in a really, really good position. And that's what they did. So now, and I told the the nice lady that works with me, I mentioned to her, hey, if, if Lane Kiffin can come back and be happy and be focused, Ole Miss could be a force. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, I'm, we definitely should. No offense to some of our listeners out there, we definitely should win egg bowls. Yes, period. We're paying you to win egg. We're paying you to beat Alabama, not to worry about Mississippi State or Arkansas. That's, that's right. what because that's that's what your salary looks like now, and, that, and that's what you want to do. That, that's it. that is yeah. his
1: stated. I mean, that's basically his stated mission
0: for him coming that's to it. Ole Miss. Right. No, I mean no offense to Mississippi State fans. What are Alabama and LSU? What are they doing? They're the ones that win the West title all the time. If we're not striving for what they're doing. We're paying him to not, for his last game not to be on Thanksgiving night, but the following Saturday in Atlanta. At 2.30.
1: That's right, it. They, they, well, they should want the two, we should be getting a 2.30 game on Saturday because that matchup, because of us, is better. And then we should be, you're absolutely right, be playing for that December 3rd, December 4th weekend. Right.
0: I mean, seriously, Ed Orgeron, in his last year, Derek, made $800,000. So it has risen eleven hundred percent to the nine million dollar mark. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's out of control. You're talking about his last year at Old Miss. Uh, his last year at Old Mess. His right. last year at Old Mess. He made eight hundred thousand yep. dollars in case anybody didn't know that. But that's how crazy things have gotten. And the sad part is there those coaches can just sit back and be quiet. They sit back and yeah. be quiet. And then social media and athletic directors, they want to be liked and they want to they want to keep their job. And if they lose the big-name coach, there's issues. If they keep the big-name coach, it's almost like it's got to be a, a contract. That, I mean, look at Texas A&M. $86 million owed to Jimbo Fisher to go away. To go away. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is a, that's a poorly negotiated situation. But, hey, don't hate the player, hate the game, but we have to improve the game. That's right. Absolutely. So distraction was my word because I think that's what Ole Miss fans and Ole Miss uh, look like for the last 20 days. Uh, Derrick's was played, talking more about how the um, administration and the athletic director seem to just get played with and it always seems to go in the coach's favor uh, most times. We're going to segue out of our words from the weekend. Again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hope they had a wonderful time off um, as we took a week off for the show, and we appreciate you letting us do that and then going on this rest of 2022 journey with us. And, Derek, this coming Tuesday, as people listen to this show, uh, Braving the Storms maybe, to get to uh, the – quarterly chamber luncheon, but they do something there that they do once a year. What is it? Yeah, so today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning,
1: today at lunchtime will be the, it is the quarterly Hernando chamber luncheon, but it is the annual state of the city. So the mayor usually, almost always speaks at the December meeting uh, or the November, December, the last uh, quarterly meeting. For the um, to give the state of the city. So if you are going today, if you're planning on going to lunch today, if you have not heard about this and want to go, uh, for members, it's $25 for the lunch. You can sit and uh, Mayor Chip Johnson will give the state of the city. Usually it's a recap of all that's happened throughout the year, maybe a couple of uh, upcoming projects he would like to see because we are in the 2022 2023 fiscal year. May give kind of an outline of what he uh, sees again over for the next uh, nine to 12 months. So if that's something that interests you, please go ahead and uh, be at one. Memphis Street. It starts at 1130 this morning. If not, we'll recap everything that he uh, mentions, discussed, we'll kind of summarize all that on
0: Friday. One of the things he might talk about, Derek, is just the number of families, the number of people that are employed in Hernando, which leads us into our next topic. It's going to be the state job rankings for the unemployment national job ranking numbers that have come out. And the state of Mississippi is doing very well, and DeSoto County especially. Tell us about that. DeSoto County's unemployment rate for
1: October is listed by the Mississippi Department of Employment Security as 2.7% which is the fifth lowest rate among Mississippi counties. The four counties with lower unemployment than DeSoto County are Lafayette at 2.4%, Lamar County at 2.5%, Rankin County at 2.5%, and Madison County at 2.6%. The statewide unemployment for October is 3.4%, the same As the national unemployment rate, which I thought was really good for Mississippi, a lot of times our unemployment runs slightly slightly higher than the national average. We're actually in line with the national uh, average. And for the listeners just outside of our county, if you happen to pick us up, other counties nearby to DeSoto County, Tate County came in at 3.2, Marshall County, at 3.5 and Tunica at 4.4%. So again, everybody around here is less than 5% unemployment. Again, DeSoto County 2.7%. It is very very hard to not have a job if you want one.
0: If you want one. If That's you want That's the key one. right there. So
1: uh, please, if you're out there, if you're maybe a part-time work at the holidays, uh, I know there's a lot of FedEx, UPS, all those are hiring you know part-time workers, moving boxes and everything going up to the uh, the Christmas holiday. So anyway, that is a great thing for DeSoto County. Just shows what a great county we live in that we can continue to employ everybody that wants a job.
0: Derek, I've joked on the uh, podcast before, you see some things on Hernando happenings, a younger person might put on there, hey, I'm looking for a job, and then they'll put on the things that they don't want to do. And (laughs) it's not exactly how that works. You can't say, I need a job, I want a job, and then list out, oh, well, let me tell you what I'm not going to do or the hours after work. So very interesting, that generation – Again, you have to work hard in DeSoto Soto County to not have a job. Should you want one, that's correct. And you and I both know people that don't th- two or three or four jobs. You know, just mixing different part time jobs yeah. together to make it work for their families. So very neat. I mean, that's pretty cool, Derek. That the state of Mississippi in this time and this uh, what some people have said inflation, time of inflation. Where did I get that, Derek? Did I get it from a mailer? I think I got it from a mailer. They <laughs> come didn't to my get it house. From <laughs> How I, get- I, 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 I haven't said the word Bidenflation in a little while, but then a mailer comes to my house and says Bidenflation is costing <laughs> – Joe Biden is driving the Parks Department uh, in, in into the ground in Hernando. It is. I remember it is. that. It was Bidenflation. We joke around, Derek, but another thing that affects inflation, another thing that can affect the uh, family pocketbooks during the Christmas time is our electric bills. And uh, you've got some more information about that coming straight from Entergy. What you got?
1: Not, not good news for the holidays because energy prices will be increasing for Hernando residents in the upcoming months. The Public Service Commission improved Entergy's request to phase in the increases caused by higher fuel costs nationwide. Here in Mississippi, one of the two largest energy providers is Entergy Mississippi, which of course is in our entire area. Nearly 70% of the electricity produced by Entergy Mississippi comes from natural gas, which the company says has doubled in price over the last year. Unfortunately, this increase will soon begin affecting all customers' bills. To mitigate the impact, the Mississippi Public Service Commission has approved Energy's request to phase in these higher fuel costs over the next six months, starting November until April 2023, easing in the increased cost on the consumer. According to Energy, the typical customer using a 1,000 kilowatt of electricity per month will see an increase of about $2 Per month, each month, while the new rate is phased in. Once the increase is fully phased in next April, the effect will be an approximate $12 increase on the typical residential customer's bill for every 1,000 kilowatt of electricity per hour they use. Those who use less electricity will see less of an increase, while those using more, of course, We'll see more of an increase. (laughs) Hello, Captain Obvious. Yeah, here you go, Captain Obvious. Energy uh, Mississippi sets fuel rates on an annual basis. While the cost to buy natural gas rose significantly over the last year, Energy says the rates collected from customers during this time to pay for those costs did not. All customer bills are going up as a result of these natural gas prices, but not as much as Energy Mississippi's actual cost incurred. The company's costs to buy natural gas are passed through to the customers with no profit to the company A released from Energy Notes. According to the U.S. Energy Information Agency, U.S. natural gas bills will increase in all regions this winter. Energy Mississippi is on track to spend more on natural gas this year than any year since 2000 including the record-setting levels of 2008. Even with this increase, energy says its Mississippi rates will still be lower than the national average. So not good news to hear, especially, again, as inflation, we're still at 8% or so uh, on inflation. Uh, We know that the cost of Christmas for everybody uh, is unfortunately going up this year. Now we're going to have higher energy bills basically going to be ramping up. It's going to be stair-stepping all the way to April. And then once locked in in April, at least through the next November, it's going to be basically you know maxed out until they reset that price again.
0: Not good news for us, Derek. I mean, again, it goes up five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen. That could definitely take a chunk out of um, you know people's pocketbooks and so forth. Uh, I'll just keep my opinions uh, to myself. Uh, I'm just going to stay over here. Um, we do have some ways that we can fix this, and um, that comes along in 2024.
1: If you want to know kind of how it's going to affect you, sure. watch natural gas prices. You know, over the next twelve months. I mean, if they start falling in August, September, we may have a shot of getting this lowered. Uh, but right now, we're locked in for the next year, so um, you know we'll have to all pay for it. I guess
0: the U.S. could be uh, energy independent uh, and not have to cut deals with Venezuela. I don't know if you've seen that lately. Saw that. Yep, going to have to cut a deal or go and uh, you know cry to a uh, dictator in Venezuela about. I guess I'm a little confused. If Chevron can, because we're allowing Chevron to do it in Mm -hmm. Venezuela, but not allowing them to do it here. Correct. Okay. Just make sure that I heard that come out of my mouth. And so everybody can hear, we're going to allow you to do it in Venezuela, but we're not going to allow you to do it here. Um, This makes absolutely no sense. Texas, Florida, uh, Pennsylvania, North Dakota, the United States of America has more natural gas and has more reserves and more places we could get that stuff from than anywhere in in the world. Well, besides the Middle East middle east has a lot yeah well we don't need the middle east to uh <laughs> we're gonna let the middle east take over uh you know golf tours or something like that we could we could definitely take care soccer of and golf tours soccer and golf tours we could uh you know we could probably again there's a lot of ways that we can change this uh coming up in two years and i'll just leave it at that but Derek, uh, something that doesn't change is the amount of leaves all over the road the amount of leaves all over driveways roof lines all across desoto county and if you need help with your leaves right now please contact the best in the business when it comes to leaf removal, Williams services. Williams services is a veteran owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, Gate repair, fence repair, new fence construction, new gate construction, any project on the outside of your home or business, call Richard. Let him come by and take a look. No job too small, no job too large. If he can't do it for you, He'll help you find someone who can. Call him at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. You can also find more information about Richard and his team at Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Give Richard a call at 662-292-8855, Williams Services. DeSoto Family Dental
1: Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable and relaxing atmosphere for their patients visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239 again 662-429-5239
0: Back on our regular schedule of two shows a a week, Derek, and on our Tuesday show, middle of our Tuesday show always puts us with the DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to us by the DeSoto County Museum located across the street from Cadence Bank on Commerce Street, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. That's 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. Admission is always free. If you're looking for something to do uh, during the cooler months or during the rainy weather that's coming up, uh, look no further than the DeSoto County Museum. Get over and see Rob Long and his staff walk through some of the great artifacts, walk through some of the exhibits they have at the DeSoto County Museum. This week's DeSoto County Fact of the Week is what? Rob shared with us newspaper headlines from
1: 145 years ago. He pulled out some news headlines and wanted to see that not a lot has changed in Hernando since Thanksgiving week 1877. So items from the Hernando newspaper, the it's called, it was called the Press and Times at the time. He sent us articles showing about an opium cure— a miracle stomach ailment medicine called vegetine. Sounds like a lot of what Yikes. we see on the, the infomercials we have today. A uh, heavy frost was forecasted. And then here was the, the crown jewel, the, or the biggest article that I paid attention to. Uh, the headline Our Town is Steadily Improving. Of course, Hernando. Look in any directions, and new roofs and fences can be seen. Okay. So that was back in 1877. Sounds a lot like the neighborhoods, subdivisions going up. There was never a better time for parties wanting to buy property. Pretty they, they, much, is this a couch ad from 1877?
0: It's either a couch ad or they need to call William Services for the new fences.
1: There we go. So either one of these could have been advertising in the present times in Thanksgiving 1877. They sound like front page headlines of today. It's eerie, but exactly 145 years ago, our town and the nation was also experienced in high inflation. There were several articles talking about, you know, prices are going up. They had the, the price of cotton was up, price of uh, soybeans were up, cattle was up. So a lot of things were going up even back then. So again, uh, 145
0: years, a lot of things changed, and some things just stayed the same. Like you said, it could be an ad right now uh, for the you know different housing markets and the, all those different things going on in DeSoto County. Uh, I wonder what the un- unemployment rate was in eighteen seventy seven. Oh, that's a great Question: <laughs> I was. Gonna, I'll have
1: to look that up. Yeah, but that I, would be
0: Rob. Rob couldn't give us that, but um, that'd be a good. Wonder what the unemployment rate uh, would be in eighteen seventy seven in DeSoto County. I bet it's higher than right now. Um, I'm going
1: to say yes. <laughs> I mean, I, the I think Matt seriously two point seven percent is it's unheard of. It's it's store, really really I mean, good. I,
0: very historically it's, it's, low. I don't yeah.
1: know how low it's ever – I don't remember it being below 2.7. Right.
0: So you take 100 people, and, and out of those 100 people, 93 of them have a job. It's yeah. 97 of them have a job. I'm sorry. 97 of them have a job. And the other two should and could go get yeah. one. Yeah. I
1: mean, maybe, maybe 1% if everybody actually <laughs> took jobs that they that they were out there, that existed.
0: Thank you, Rob Long, for a great Fact of the Week, DeSoto County Fact of the Week, each and every time brought to us by the DeSoto County Museum right here in Hernando. Get by and see Rob Long and his staff. You know, over Christmas, uh, school's going to be out. It's a chance to take the kids in to see the DeSoto County Museum 9-5 to Tuesday through Saturday. All those different homes you were talking about, Derek, the different uh, homesteads and and advertisements that you were mentioning when you talked about roof lines, uh, they need some insurance. And if you need insurance in 2022 or the upcoming 2023, if you want to make an insurance change, please consider contacting our longtime sponsor, Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to, to make a difference in every life they touch. Whether it's home, property, casualty, auto, life, Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their staff at Holland Insurance are ready to serve you. They're located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone in DeSoto County. Call them at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. Bruce and Jerry, thank you for being sponsors of ours for uh, just about a year now. We really appreciate your help and work with the UTW podcast. Give them a call today, Holland Insurance, 662-895-5528. On our last Tuesday show, we've moved on from football. no longer any uh Hernando or DeSoto County teams at all. Let's turn our attention to sports, Derek. We're going to go ahead and catch some things up, basketball, soccer. uh, Not going to cover soccer for Lewisburg or North Point. North Point plays in the spring and fall, Uh, their seasons for private school. But we will cover the uh, soccer teams for the Hernando High School Tigers. Go ahead and let's get caught up on basketball and soccer um, as we turn the page into the Christmas season.
1: All right, a couple things I want to catch up on before we do that. Uh, There were two members of the North Point Christian School football team who will join head coach Tyler Gold in the 20th annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl High School All-Star Game on December 10th. Rosters for the red and blue teams were released Tuesday morning. The game involving 88 top high school football players from the Memphis metro area will be played at MUS At 2.30 p.m. on December 10th, the players selected for the all-star game that features top senior players from Shelby County schools, public schools and private schools in the Memphis area are defensive linemen Witten Epps and Dana Williams. So both of those players from North Point will be representing uh, the team that Coach Gold is coaching uh, in that game. So congratulations to both Witten Epps and Dana Williams for making the all-star game. Now turning our attention to catch you up on all of the basketball and the soccer. Basically since the season started around the 1st of November. The North Point girls basketball. North Point girls entered the season without their best player after Bradley Faith Cherry tore her ACL at the start of practice at the beginning of October. This was a huge blow since she was the only returning starter and one of two seniors looking to lead this team. Without her, the North Point girls have had to play younger players and grow up quickly on the floor and have one freshman, one sophomore, and one junior starting with the other two seniors. They have started off the season 3-0 and have wins over St. Benedict and Germantown High School. Their next game is home Monday night, so the, the tonight that we're taping this, versus KIPP Academy, where they will look to stay perfect on the season. North Point Boys. The boys are coming off a 500 season and lost two starters, but have their best player coming back in Christian Gilliman, who's a junior. North Point has started the season one and two with their lone win coming against Southwind last Monday. They are also playing against Kip tonight at 7.30 p.m. after the girls' 6 p.m. game. The Lewisburg girls' basketball team. The Lady Patriots have played nine games since the start of the season, and with their last being Tuesday before the break, getting a win in that game and pushing their record above 500 with a 5-4 record. That win was a 46-38 win over the Lady Colts of Bayou Academy, where Alicia Kutsky got hot from three to lead the team with 16 points. They will go on the road Monday night, again tonight, to New Albany for an out-of-conference game against a historically tough opponent, the Lewisburg Boys. The Lewisburg Boys have started off the season hot with an 8-1 record. And their last game was a 49-26 win over Bayou Academy last Tuesday. Their leading scorer on the season is Josiah Nelson. Their next game is also Monday at New Albany. And we'll give you the results of that game and any others between now and Friday on our Friday show. The Hernando Girls basketball team. The Lady Tigers have started off the young 2022-2023 season 3-2 with wins over Rosefort, Lafayette, and Independence and losses to Oxford and DeSoto Central. They are led on the young season by Demaya Cummings, Janiah Nettles, and Holland Wallace. Their next game will be against Lewisburg this Friday night, so they don't have any games this week until Friday night. Hernando Boys, The Tigers are 2-2 two two on the young season with wins over Lafayette and Independence and losses to Oxford and DeSoto Central. Those were, uh, of course, the DeSoto Central, when talking about the Hernando Tigers, are non-conference games. The Tigers are led by Eric Oliver and Josh Humes. Like the Lady Tigers, they will get a longer break than the other schools we cover with the next game on Friday night against county rival Lewisburg. We will preview that game and all the games for the weekend on Friday. Now we're turning to soccer. We will cover the two soccer uh, teams under the Water Tower this season, and we will start with the Lady Tigers, who are currently 4-3 and three on the season with wins over Moorville, North Pontotoc, DeSoto Central, and Olive Branch. The Lady Tigers have had several players score for them on the season and are led in the net by Lydia McNabb. Their next match will be Tuesday night versus Center Hill and will be followed by the boys' match.
0: As you listen to this show, more than likely the game's going to be canceled due to weather.
1: Right. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we have we told you about the storms coming. Right, right now it is scheduled for Tuesday night. If yeah. you're listening to this, it may still be on in the morning, maybe canceled in the afternoon. But uh, be, be paying attention to that, of course. Uh, it is a Lewisburg. I can't imagine them not rescheduling that. So at some point they'll pick that up.
0: Well, Center Hill's Tuesday. Center Hill's Tuesday due to weather. But look for – play Lewisburg, host Lewisburg on Thursday. We no. definitely host. We host Lewisburg on Thursday. Yeah. That has no chance of weather. That will not yeah. be uh, an right. issue. So Thursday night will be a definite game. Just pay attention to Facebook and Twitter um, to see uh, when it comes to Hernando soccer.
1: Our Hernando boys soccer. The Tigers are five and two with five straight wins, two losses. Were the first two games both by two to one scores, losing to Oxford and Lewisburg. Missing multiple starters in both games uh, against Lewisburg due to football commitments. That's correct. Uh, The team is looking to have a big year and improve upon their second-round loss to Madison Central in the playoffs last year. They are led on offense by Calvin Harrison, who has seven goals in the season, followed by Tyler Starnes with four. In the goal, they are currently looking at three goalies, including Matt your son, Wilson Crane, with a responsibility trying to keep clean sheets. Their next match is Tuesday against Center Hill, which will be senior night as the first home game of the year again, weather-dependent, and then home against Lewisburg on Thursday. So a good chance to come out to see the boys play two county rivals, either this week or, of course, one this week and one another time, and for a revenge game for the Tigers against Lewisburg at full strength. Good luck to the Tigers and all the basketball teams as we look forward to covering you over the next three months of the season. Could be a big day when you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday. Again, a big USA match at 1 p.m. followed Again, weather dependent by a home match for the Tigers.
0: That's right, Derek. Uh, Hernando boys soccer. I'm going to know the, the most about that uh, when it comes to all the different teams we cover. As you mentioned, Wilson does play. Um, you know, he's only a sophomore and has two senior goalies uh, possibly ahead of him, but uh, you know, in the mix for some playing time. But the Hernando boys start out 0-2, as you mentioned, and have fought their way back to uh, be much improved over the last five games. They will be a threat to win the district title again and uh, possibly go. I think uh, the Madison Central may have been third round because we got a bye. That's right. You're Madison right. Yeah, Central two balls. games played. I apologize. Right, exactly. two games no, no. Perfect, but still hosted Madison Central, which is again a uh, big time soccer school down in the Jackson area. Didn't beat them last year, but got an opportunity to host, which I think uh, I hope all the Desoto County teams. We continue to watch our our soccer get better, get stronger, and I wish them nothing but the best all season long and safe, of course. Uh, Definitely is something that we want to wish for all those boys and young ladies as they play basketball and soccer for our winter sports, and we look forward to uh, getting started covering them, and we'll do our best to cover as best we can throughout the uh, December, January, and February months. Dick, I'd be remiss to uh, mention as we go to sign off for our Tuesday show. The uh, music at the end of the show. A little shout out to Miss Irene Kara. You're going to know what we're talking about. Flashdance was a massive movie in the early '80s. If you have a daughter, she's uh, probably danced to this song before. Oh yeah. And if you're you're girlfriend or wife currently Derek and I being this age Derek my gosh it was a massive massive song in the 80s still a great song oh, It's a be- still it's a great awesome song. song it's a wonderful song one thing that's needed has nothing to do with Irene Cara again she was the lady that sang the song and also sang fame for most people that know that you know fame I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna I'm live, live forever I'm gonna live forever I'm so gonna did try that. to carry that tune though but I live forever
0: nowhere in flash dance or nowhere in the credits do they credit the girl that danced exactly isn't that yep. unbelievable it shame is. on them but you couldn't do that now <laughs> no you absolutely no. could do that the girl that danced, all the different moves for the uh, main actress, all the different dance moves and stuff for the main actress was was done by one particular lady, and nowhere in the credits did they credit her. I mean, one of the most iconic scenes of the 80s and the last 40 years from a movie standpoint, Jennifer Beals. Derek, that's right. You just mentioned that to me. Jennifer Beals uh, was the actress and the star of Flashdance. But uh, Irene Kerr, I think, only died at 63. so yes like young she 63. 63, but um, wow, what a massive – uh, you and I love music and enjoy that and like to do those things on the podcast, but what a massive hit that was uh, back in the 80s. And there's not a single lady, I'll say that, there's not a single lady listen to the UCW podcast that has not played that song and uh, danced or put her – Maybe Lisa. Lisa. Lisa may not have to that song. Put her tights on her leg warmers. Put her tights on leg warmers and going out and uh, getting after it. I think the neatest thing about Flashdance is at the end, when they're playing that song, she's applied for the school, she's trying for the school, is the fact that there's a guy smoking a cigar during her tryout <laughs> as she dances all around and stuff. He's just smoking a cigar. Yeah, uh, what a different world Yeah, it mean, is.
1: Uh, just absolutely crazy. <laughs> it, it, like you watch movies now, there are people smoking in hospitals. Oh, uh, just rolling up in the yeah.
0: ER just smoking a cigarette it's crazy man absolutely well cigars and uh, cigarettes are some of the different things we talk about here on the UTW podcast if you enjoy our show please share it with friends and family uh, simply wherever you listen to our show Spotify Google Podcast Apple Podcast hit share and send it out to friends send it out to neighbors let people know that what we're doing and all the different things we talk about uh, basically our normal schedule back through the rest of uh, coming up on Christmas time we'll announce some more stuff going on with the UTW podcast soon but basically normal schedule scheduled two shows a week uh, before until before Christmas. So you can also find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Wherever you listen to our show, please give us a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up. Simply helps us move up in the ranks of local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. Releases a show early Monday mornings covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. Also deep dives into Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. Well, we hope everybody's safe from the storms that are coming as you listen to the podcast. Look forward to covering everything, getting back together on Friday for our Friday show. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time, Under the Water Tower.